0: Locked On Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Predators versus Bruins tonight at Bridgestone Arena. More importantly, it is the return of our beloved Craig Nog, Craig Smith's return to Bridgestone Arena. We have a special look back at his career in a Preds uniform coming up on today's show. Plus, you know, we'll talk about the actual game itself. What can the Predators do to beat the Bruins tonight? That is the million-dollar question. How are the Bruins going to do without one Bradley sh- slew foot Marchand? Get into that whole thing. Big show coming up today. For all of you listening, thank you for making Lockdown Predators your first listen of the day. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer, editor, and on the forecheck. And I have a partner in crime who might have to carry today's show because I got a covid booster and a flu shot at the same time yesterday and now feel like I'm walking through quicksand.
0: Oh, I will make you some soup. It Thank won't you. get there warm, but I will make you some soup. I'm Ann Kimmel. I am a writer at ontheforecheck.com.
1: That's what microwaves are for. Speaking of microwaves and heating up, hey, the predators have a one game winning streak.
0: Oh, I love this. This is like, I really feel like the tide is turning. Actually, <laughs> you know, like we're, you know, there's a part of me that thinks, okay, now we're back on track, but see, don't over invest emotionally, friends. Just let's, let's see which way the wind blows. Let's talk about Boston. Let's talk about some keys to the game and then let's set expectations. I, so, think,
1: I think you just unlocked the key to being a Preds fan. Don't have any <laughs> expectations, folks. <laughs>
0: Yeah, be careful emotionally yeah. investing.
1: Don't, don't emotionally invest in anything. Detach yourself from reality.
0: Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Except for Pecorino.
1: Except for Pecorino. Oh, yeah. We have a uh, his Jersey retirement ceremony coming yeah. up, And the Preds pushing their start time back.
0: Yep. So um, I thought that was very good. I think he's worth a little 30 minutes or more. That's how long it's going to be. Like as the crowd receives him, it's going to be 30 minutes of weeping and applause and appreciation. So I don't know when they're going to say the things, but I'm glad that they pushed that back.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the game before the outdoor game. And uh, I bet you tickets for that, the retirement ceremony, are going to be just as hot as the, uh, the outdoor game.
0: Yeah, I think that they I think they're all sold out. I was very fortunate they were in our ticket package first thing I checked. Oh man, you lucked out. I did luck out. And, and I mean, I don't care if you offer me a kidney or an extra child, you're not getting my (laughs) ticket.
1: You, you have have plenty of children. You're fine.
0: I'm really good. And I've got two kidneys, so I'm set. Thanks. going to see Pekka.
1: Knock, Knock on wood. Yeah. Well, let's knock on wood. The Predators can beat the Bruins tonight. Before we start talking about the game, want to mention today's show is brought to you by our friends at Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups, winner take all. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com/hockey and use promo code hockey for a 100 percent deposit match. Uh, Predators, of course, kind of had that very wacky month of November. Uh, they were on the road for pretty much 80% of it. Yeah. Um. But, you know, did come back and that we talked about, you know, this week and where it felt like these next couple of weeks were going to be more of an indication of where the Predators kind of are going, like the direction as a team. I think you described it as, "Will the real Nashville Predators, please stand up mm-hmm. um, because they do have, you know, a lot of kind of a more normal schedule, you know, a, a extended home stand this week and more of a traditional road trip next week instead of flying to Colorado, a three and a half hour flight oh like immediately after a game and then playing uh, the game the next day. You know, it, we, it was a very kind of weird schedule yes. uh, for the month of November, but we digress. Yeah, but th- this feels like it's a better indication of where the Predators are going this week. And it starts tonight because Boston, uh, standings wise, middle of the pack, But they are a very good team and uh, they are, you know, trying to fight their way back, you know, trying to climb up the standings.
0: Yeah. You know, I thought it was interesting. Uh, Boston, they're 11 and 8, only played 19 games. So some of the other teams in the Atlantic have played, you know, a handful of more games than they have. So don't let, you know, the look of the standings on the page fool you. But can I tell you, Boston has a lot going on right now um I do I mean I was like okay which of their which of the hitches in their giddy up do we want to tackle because there are several you talked about um Marchand, he's out for uh what three game three game suspension he'll be out for for slew footing which can we take a minute and just appreciate the vocabulary of hockey
1: I am waiting for uh, a Kraken player to get suspended for these exact same thing, So I can
0: use Seattle slew. <laughs> as as uh, it, it's going to happen someday. Oh, and, and you are going to be the guy that's on it. And I'm so proud to, to know you. That's amazing. So we've got Marshand out their head coach, Brad Cassidy. He's in COVID protocol. So um not sure yet. We'll find out later today if, if that changes or not um, speaking of COVID their AHL affiliate in Providence has double digit COVID positive or, or, COVID protocol players. Let me be clear, COVID protocol players. So they've canceled their games. They're not, you know, the, the pool from which to draw narrowed um, they're coming off of a loss to Detroit um they lost 2-1 they had over 40 40 shots on goal and came away with one goal and a loss and then there's the whole Jake DeBrusque situation
1: yeah that that's a very weird situation to talk about because you know it's like oh Jake DeBrusque is requesting a trade and I was like has he has he played well like, it's like it's, you know, you, they're pitching it like, you know, Patrice Bergeron or somebody. Who yes. To the trade with all the coverage. I mean, Nebraska has been fine. Like he's a middle six forward. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's that's kind of a weird situation because, you know, my take is he's spent some previous years playing next to, you know, Marsha and Bergeron. And I think this year has played the opposite side of Taylor Hall. Um. So you know, Charlie Coyle was in there for a year or two. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's not like he's buried with scrubs, and it's like you know, oh, of course he's not playing. Uh, he's playing with some talented players, but still is very very inconsistent.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I think it's the whole, con. this whole kind of narrative around it is fascinating to me that he requested a trade because it's not necessarily something that my, I I suppose it happens way more often than we know, but I think the NHL is very good at keeping things like that under wraps or, you know, organizations like to kind of keep that quiet. So I think it's interesting to kind of see how that comes out, but I agree with you. I'm like this, It's an interesting spin for Boston because, okay, if he wants traded, you're going to really want to get the most bang for your buck. So you're going to want him to look really great, play really well. Um, But that, like you said, you know, I'm I'm just not sure that 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 has been what's happened this season. He's been a healthy scratch, you know, a couple of times. So, but now here's something that's interesting to me here. Eric Halla. Our former Hala, yep. who I I really love, and I was a little bit sad to see him go. Um, Eric Hala also has been a healthy scratch um, at in Boston and yeah. has come back. Then and and kind of it's been a thing that that he took in stride, kind of revitalized his game. He came back. Um, so this whole the way this is all playing out is very days of our lives to me. Yep. Like his mom got in on it on Twitter, which I'm here for, quite frankly. I'm here for this.
1: Yeah, I'm sure Carolina fans are going to eat that up the next time he's back for some weird reason. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, well, let's talk about Eric Ola for a little bit because that was kind of supposed to be a depth addition to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, yeah, as you mentioned, healthy scratch the last game. Uh, and they, they made a very big thing of it. Uh, like the Bruins website has has talked about, you know, they, they talked to him about being healthy scratch and how he kind of used it as a reach. He's using it as a reset.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: you know, it's it's weird because if you look back last year when the Predators signed H- uh, and uh, everybody was kind of like, wait a minute, we thought this guy was supposed to be good. And he got off to that very, very slow start. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like towards the second half of the year when the Preds got hot is when he really started picking up his game and he was being used in more situations. Um you know, and kind of became a very good player for the Preds towards yep. the end of the year. So, you know, you kind of wonder, hey, maybe it's just he takes a hot second to figure out his scenery and where he is. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm sure. Well, and I think to, you know, coming back to the difference between the Holla situation and in Jake Debresque, I think there's something to be said for the mindset going in. And, and I don't mean that as a criticism, But if Jake DeBrusque just feels like, Hey, this is just not a scenario where I feel like I'm going to perform my best. I'm not, this isn't a situation where I'm going to excel. You know, I don't fault him for requesting a trade. I think, you know, some things, I tell my kids all the time, you know, sometimes there are breakups and it's not that it's bad people involved. It's just not the right fit. Um, But I think it's fascinating to watch how this will play out and, you know i've listened to some of their uh, media coverage about it and everybody's saying hey it doesn't affect the team and you know he's all in and he knows you know as long as you've got the uniform on you're all in and and i think you know that's fantastic but i just think it's an amazing and interesting thing to watch unfold and and i wonder how much you know they can say hey it's not an issue i wonder how much of it is
1: Speaking of interesting things to watch, uh, the most interesting storyline for Boston this year has been goaltending. Of course, Tuka Rask has been their guy for for many a year now, the better part of this past decade. Uh, But he's kind of in flux right now. Doesn't really know if he's going to retire or come back. Uh, They have not gotten the same level of goaltending. I think that's part of their struggles. Uh everybody kind of remembers before the season, Linus Ulmark signed a mega deal, the same deal UC Sorrow signed uh yeah. when, when he re-signed in Nashville. Uh and he's kind of been relegated to backup this year. Jeremy Swayman has has kind of taken the helm, although neither one of them are are doing that great. Swayman has a 908 save percentage. Olmark has 911. So yeah, I mean, that's is it it, it's, it's it's the thing where like, I think teams really do um, play a little differently in front of certain goalies than others. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if you look, cause like the defensive numbers for Boston haven't been good this year. You look at like kind of the metrics and like the shot charts for the Bruins defense. This might be the best defense in the entire NHL. And it's like, you wonder if like, if one of them can ever get hot, either Swayman or Olmark, This is going to be a mega team to deal with down the stretch.
0: Yes. And it is super weird to not see Tuka Rask in there. But like you said, you know, kind of going through and looking at the stats, their goalie situation, you know, they've pretty much split the starts in, you know, numbers wise. Um, And I agree with you. If the goalie situation turns around, this could be a, a tricky defensive challenge. For sure. Uh, But I do think there are some things that the Predators can do uh, to kind of tip the balance for them, especially coming off of such a strong performance. You know, there's some interesting matchups.
1: Yeah, we're going to get into those here in just a second. Some keys to the game. Also, and we haven't even mentioned our boy Craig Smith.
0: Oh, can't wait.
1: He's making his return to Nashville tonight. We have a list of our favorite Craig Smith moments. We hope you're ready to reminisce with us. Uh, but first, I hope you're ready to reminisce about your beloved fantasy hockey team, because we believe you're going to get the win this weekend because you are using our buddies at Stat Hero. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better. That's, I don't know why we decided to be Predators fans in that case, and but, you know, still... Uh, the only downside is traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups. It's winner take all. Here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play and you can handpick the team you want to face one on one. So, yeah, you, you can basically just see what they're rolling with and be like, OK, I'm going to pick it out. It's like knowing their hand in blackjack and then shuffling through the deck to pick out your cars. It's crazy. No one has done this before. It's a never before seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid that has stat hero players clocking odds that are over four times better than the average fantasy user. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. With Stat Hero, you are in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play. And Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head to head is what daily fantasy should be. So here's an example. This is Stat Hero's real Uncle Polly challenge. They are rolling with the lineup of Evgeny Kuznetsov, Elias Lindholm, and Sebastian Aho, the Carolina guy. Not the random islanders guy with the same name. Uh so I'm going to try to pick three centers uh that can beat those guys in fantasy points tonight. Uh one of them is going to be Mr. Matt Duchesne. So there you go. Little little sneak peek of my fantasy action and little preview tonight. So there you go. Uh sign up for free right now at stathero.com/slash hockey and use promo code hockey. For a 100% deposit match. Yeah, that's free. That's double free money. That's stathero.com slash hockey. Use promo code hockey for 100% match. Again, stathero.com slash hockey. Promo code hockey. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for making Lockdown Predators your first listen of the day. Predators versus Bruins tonight. Full recap of the game coming up tomorrow morning, but game hasn't happened yet and so we still have a lot to get to tonight how do you see this game going you know how, how do the predators get the win against boston
0: i think the first thing is how they enter the game you know coach uh heinz always preaches don't get too high don't get too low and i think it would be very tempting to get a little bit too high after the last game where pretty much everything for the predators was chawn along in a lovely way also beware, because I think you can't underestimate Boston. This is the perfect storm for a comeback game. You know, they've got Marshanda's out. They've got COVID issues. They've come, they're coming off of this, you know, loss to Detroit. So I think just one is to not get too high, not get too low um, and have kind of a clear slate, a clean slate as they start this game. But I also think an important factor here is do not test the special teams. Can we just play some (laughs) five-on-five hockey?
1: God, yes, please.
0: You know, um, Boston has a pretty good power play. They've got a pretty good penalty kill. And quite frankly, we just need to not be in the box the predators need to play a smart disciplined i feel like we should get a nickel for every time we say that sentence nick
1: we would be rich
0: we would be so we can sponsor our segment yeah (laughs) um so i think disciplined smart hockey is going to always and especially tonight be a key with you know boston's numbers on special teams
1: yeah, exactly, and that's something the Predators have not done well is stay out of the box. Uh, in, in fact, they're in the bottom three in the NHL when it comes to penalty minutes. Uh, the Bru- Yeah, Bruins are fifth in the NHL in uh, power play percentage, uh, one spot ahead of Nashville. Uh, so yeah, like, like we have mentioned many times, uh, there's certain teams that you can maybe get five or six penalties in a game and get away with looking at you, Arizona. Uh, And then there's (laughs) teams that are probably going to make you pay for it. And that's where Boston comes in tonight. Um, And the the big thing for me is patience. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe it kind of ties into not getting too high, not getting too low. Um, But when you look at the Bruins defense and, you know, you look at some of like the shot charts and stuff from, from hockey viz, the defense looks like a self portrait of mr freeze like there is just cold streaks all over the board uh, when they they play other teams uh they do not give up a lot of offensive chances in the slot around the net they're very defensively sound and that's why the predators can't revert to the whole you know hey we're want to get shots on net so we're just going to line up the blue line and fire yeah. in uh because you know if they try to do that if they try to rely on deflections and rebounds and stuff like that boston is too sound they're going to knock it away so yeah, yeah. yeah this may be a game where you know the predators only have like you know 11 12 shots on goal after two periods and fans are getting anxious but they're not going to beat Boston by just rushing shots on net. They have to be patient. They have to open up uh, Boston's defense, kind of break them a little bit, break their formation and get the puck into the slot. That's not something Boston does well, but they can do that. It takes good movement. We've seen the predators kind of open up, defensive teams this year um, just by puck movement, but just by patience, by players kind of getting into spots. Um, My my favorite goal of the season uh, was, I don't know. I can't remember who it was. It might've been Anaheim, but it was, it was a Matt Duchesne goal um, and it was Philip Forsberg cutting to the net. Mm -hmm. And uh, like the, the two defenders went with them because yeah, they should, Philip Forsberg. Yeah, well, they should. Yeah, because he was cutting to the net. You want to take away the pass to the net. Matt Duchesne was basically like two steps behind him, slipped right in. That's like kind of like a weird, you know, like kind of like an anti what you're kind of supposed to do in hockey. I'm not sure the best way to describe it because he did exactly what he was supposed to do, which was get to the open space on the ice. Yeah, But it's like that creativity, you know, just being like, just like skate the exact same path as another one of your teammates, um, because that's something like, you know, the defense can't defend both of them. And that led to a goal because no one got Duchesne. So it's like plays like that, that I think are going to be Boston kind of creative, with your movement, you know, get into open areas, of the ice, even if, you know, you're, it's kind of an unconventional way that to me, if the press can do that, they're going to get some good chances on uh, whichever Boston goalie has, is getting the start tonight. Neither one of them who have been that good.
0: Yeah, no. And I completely agree with you. As a matter of fact, you pretty much saw my answer. It's no, quality right. over quantity. No, it's just because we're both that smart. It's we you know, are. Quality over quantity when it comes to shots against this team. You know, I agree with you 100%. Don't start doing that. Uh, We're having trouble. So let's just start some shots from the blue line. It's going to be puck movement. It's going to be creativity. It's going to be kind of keeping the defense on their toes and moving them. 100% agree with that. And I think it's going to need to be a physical game. You know, I think John Hines is right in that when this team plays to their identity and their identity is, you know, a physical tough team to play against, you know, kind of that herd mentality, I think that is going to help sort of set a tone for the game that will carry over. And I think the defense needs to play well and kind of contain Bergeron Pasternak and Taylor Hall, who is kind of who they have bumped up um, in there. So there's a lot that the Predators need to kind of work on. Uh, but I think that there are some really good opportunities. And, you know, normally when I would see this game on the schedule, I would be like, "Yeah," uh, But this could be very interesting, I think, tonight.
1: How good of, of a, you know, how deep of an offensive roster do you have to be to be like, well, we have our star player out. So I guess we're just going to have to trust Taylor Hall in a, in a bigger role.
0: I know. I'm like, really, that's like the sacrifice that you all make. You just take this, you know, Taylor freaking Hall and bump him up. Yeah, I had a moment when I looked at that. I thought, y'all, I don't want to hear you crying.
1: (laughs) Do you remember the last time these two teams played in? I don't. This was John Hines's first ever game.
0: No kidding. The
1: Predators head coach. The one where they got destroyed.
0: Oh, so fun. Uh, I tend to focus on his second game, which was...
1: Nobody, nobody can remember. Nobody cared about John Hines getting his first win. Yeah, that was the Pecarina. game.
0: That was the Pecarina game. I like... think
1: that was also uh Colin Blackwell's first NHL Goal there, and I think it was also Kyle Turris, uh, like his six hundred game, three hundred, like four. I don't know. There's some milestone for Kyle Turris too, and it's like none of them matter. Nothing matters. The
0: goal. I mean, uh, there's never go. I just don't imagine there's ever going to be a moment that I love as much as I love that moment. But hey, you never know. Tonight, may- maybe you see sorrows Maybe his. It's his night for a goal. Probably not, but I'm just throwing it out there. We, But tonight is going to be kind of a special night at Bridgestone. It's a little bit, bit bittersweet. Um, Craig Smith, Craig Nog, Smitty, our guy, he's coming back to Bridgestone. And Nick and I took some time to reminisce. We walked down memory lane thinking about all of the things that we loved about Craig Smith, and we're going to share some of our favorite Craig Smith moments with you in just a minute. Want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get primal. You heard me right. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product Primal origin oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through the use of natural oils. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. This is due to their exotic carrier blends with oils like raspberry seed, rosehip, and chia seed oil. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the USA. Check out PrimalOriginOils.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products. Use the code LOCKEDON for a 20% discount at checkout the combo kits make a great holiday gift and if you're shopping for yourself you'll be glad you did i'm going to be doing a little holiday shopping there for my husband who committed to the pandemic beard and it was impressive but it needed a little bit of tlc so primal origin oils to the rescue we know that every company claims to be the best, but Primal Origin Oil challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in beard to the other companies you've used. We promise you'll see and feel the difference. Remember the code On gets you 20% off at primaloriginoils.com. Use the code Locked On at checkout for 20% off at primaloriginoils.com.
1: Well, if listening to us blabber on about hockey makes you feel empowered and and you think you know how tonight's matchup is gonna go put some money where your mouth is go make a wager on bet online bet online has you covered all hockey season long with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season doesn't matter if it's basketball hockey football boxing ufc even play some of your Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. For instance, if you head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up for Bet Online, you can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's free money, people. Just use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports bet online where the game starts well and if i was a betting man i would bet on a pretty rowdy return for one mr craig smith his first game at bridgestone arena since leaving the team via free agency a couple of years ago yeah that man, seems it, crazy it to me yeah it's it's been a weird uh been a weird two years people. <laughs> fair yes um yeah i mean i would imagine he's gonna get a nice little round of applause right i don't see any reason to boo him or whenever he touches the puck
0: i would think not i think people should show up in their like smoking jackets and kind of sit with their legs crossed and their cup of eggnog their steaming mug of eggnog and just be ready to welcome Craig Nog back how into our presence how do you envision the people of nashville i know it's a stretch but don't you think it would be amazing if everybody craignogged him yeah but you know you're right they're not going to do that they're going to be holding a beer and wearing a jersey Am and... I missing a
1: reference? I feel like I might be missing a reference. Have
0: you ne- have you seen the Craig Nog poster? No. <gasps> okay, this is a part of my holiday decor. Like this is holiday decor at its finest. I don't care where he plays.
1: You you're, you're going to need to show me this during the
0: I course. I will I will. It is Craig Smith, who is just a lovely He's a lovely person. I don't want to say that in a way that's inappropriate. So lovely Craig Smith. And he's wearing uh, like a smoking jacket kind of thing. And he's sitting in this kind of thin wingback chair with his legs crossed in front of like a fireplace, holding a mug of what I'm assuming is eggnog. And it's just so like cool and classy, so, yeah, that's and and I have it framed and it has gone up many. Well, not many a year, but several years on on the mantle for Christmas time. Yeah.
1: OK, yeah, I have felt like I was missing something there. Yeah, it's
0: really you should. Everybody should see it.
1: All right. Um, All right. Speaking of everybody should see, we went through our list of favorite Craig Smith moments in honor of his return today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's uh, going to be uh there's some
0: good ones.
1: There are some good ones. Way to uh, go, Smitty. I think we I think we covered our favorite one already in a podcast a couple <laughs> of weeks ago. Uh, the uh, the the miss the whiff on the empty net, but we actually have some good Craig Smith moments uh, Fair. to talk about. And what what's your what's one of yours?
0: One of my very favorite moments happened uh, against Dallas. So anytime anybody can defeat Dallas. It warms the cockles of my heart, and it was the overtime game winner, first round of the playoffs, game two, and it was uh, April 13th, 2019, overtime, hate Dallas, Dallas was up one nothing in the series, the game was tied 1-1 in overtime, about five minutes into the overtime Uh, Matthias Ekholm takes a shot from the blue line and it doesn't make it through the net. It kind of bounces off about eight different people and there's this crowd in front of the net of Rocco Grimaldi and a couple of uh, Dallas Stars player and it lands in front of Craig Smith who I don't know how he had the mental fortitude to recognize it and shoot it but he sees the puck and he shoots it through this huge crowd and passed Ben Bishop for the goal. And it's like one of those ones that's so satisfying because even though you can't see through the crowd, like you can see the net just absolutely ricochet off the shot. And my very favorite part of that entire play is that he holsters his stick afterward. Can we talk about right. high quality celebration move?
1: Yeah. I feel like the Sally is what sold that moment at home.
0: It was just glorious.
1: I don't know why and but whenever I think of Craig Smith, one of my favorite moments uh, was back in Stanley Cup finals game three. Mm-hmm. Um, and that breakaway goal he scored right at the top of the third period. Uh, because Preds fans had kind of been in that situation before you have a big or you have a lead you have hope it was three to one at that point. And uh, you know, I think a lot of people were like, oh. It's Pittsburgh. We yeah. need to make a big offensive run a couple of times this this playoff series. Um, and so the the breakaway goal where he just, you know, busts it open uh, and then just a perfect little shot right over the pad of um, Matt Murray, who you know, he's having a rough go of it the past yeah. week or so. Um, yeah. And I think that it was it put the Predators up four to one. And I think it was at that point I was like, OK, I can breathe a little bit. Um, Yeah, I don't I don't really know why, Um, but that was that was kind of my first uh, like the the thing that always comes to mind when I think of Craig Smith. Craziest thing about that goal, that was his first goal of the entire playoffs
0: that year. Really? That was. Yeah. Okay, that that really surprises me. Wow. Yeah, because Craig Smith, when I think of Craig Smith, I uh, like I really do think of somebody that just, it, I just feel confident in. I just feel very like, oh yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna, you know, he's somebody that can carry the team that maybe not be one of the big name players that you think of, but you're just like, oh yeah, Craig Smith, he's okay. got this. Yeah, I do. I will say I also loved his uh, first career hat trick, which this surprised me was mm. um, against the Islanders. Um, and it was it was beautiful. His first goal looked very much like Philip Forsberg's first goal um, on Tuesday where it was kind of that angled shot and just found that little little sliver of space to thread that through. Um, the second goal highlighted that uh, the Smith-Baldy line, which can we talk yeah. about how much I love that line. Um, Grimaldi dug a pass out from behind the net. And where was Craig Smith? Craig Smith was in the slot.
1: Because it's not lava.
0: It's not lava, people. And then the third goal was, again, a slot shot from Roman Yossi. Um, So, yeah, he got his uh, hat trick in the second period in a rout of the Islanders, which I'm always here for. That
1: was like the uh, the, the last big highlight before the pandemic, too. Uh, Yes. One of the last big games at Bridgestone Arena, uh, which seems like a decade ago now. It does. Very weird. Time is a very interesting thing.
0: Yes. I've lost all sense of it.
1: Yes. Um, Yeah. I mean, we're, we're excited to see Craig back. I'm sure he'll get a good reaction tonight. Um, Not the hottest start to the season for him, um, Mm -hmm. but who knows? Maybe he'll uh, be re-energized playing against his former team in in front of a, in front of a decent crowd. Um, So yeah, this this is going to be an interesting game one tonight. And
0: Yep. I think it'll be uh, it'll be very interesting to see how both teams come out, because both of them could come out um, really solid or a little bit rocky. So and I do wish Craig Smith well. I wish him well starting the next game. For
1: sure. (laughs) We hope he picks it up uh, Saturday and not tonight.
0: Yes, that's best.
1: Well, again, tomorrow morning, we will have your full recap of how tonight's game goes. Uh, and in the meantime, where can people find you?
0: Uh, you can find my work at ontheforecheck.com, And you can find me on Twitter at ANK underscore Mama on Ice.
1: You can also find my work at ontheforecheck.com. Follow me on Twitter at underscore NSMorgan. Also, be sure to follow the podcast at LO underscore Predators. Make sure you tweet us uh, any topics, any points you want to hit, any questions, anything like that. We'll be be excited to talk to you. Anyway, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you for making Locked on Predators your first listen of the day. Go make your second listen, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Have a great Thursday, everybody.